why dieting is not the answer to your weight loss problem. With Stephanie Luarius from Heart and Soul Fitness and Wellness on episode number 205 of the Beyond Adversity podcast with Dr. Brad Miller. was I was doing the bare minimum in my spiritual life to get by, to serve my people, to preach on Sunday, to lead the Bible studies. I wasn't growing my personal spiritual walk to fill myself so that I could continue to fill others. Hello, this is Dr. Paul Anderson, author of Cancer, The Journey from Diagnosis to Empowerment, and you're being empowered by listening to the Beyond Adversity podcast with Dr. Brad Miller, helping you achieve peace of mind. Welcome to the Beyond Adversity podcast with Dr. Brad Miller, the show dedicated to helping you crush adversity and succeed in life. Brad believes you deserve a life that is fulfilling and impactful, and this show is designed to help you navigate beyond adversity and achieve your life of peace, prosperity, and purpose. Now, here's Dr. Brad. Hello again, good people. Welcome to Beyond Adversity with Dr. Brad Miller. This is the podcast where we help you to grow through what you go through in your life to navigate adverse life conditions like depression, divorce, disease, debt, and death, and to arrive at your promised life of peace, prosperity, and purpose. This episode of Beyond Adversity is brought to you by the 40-Day Way, which is the coaching and leadership program, which will help you to arrive at your own personal PLP, your promised life plan to help get you over the hump to tackle that problem and to come up with a plan to within 40 days to have a process to navigate adversity in your own life. And to get through it, you can head over to drbradmiller.com slash 40dayway for, for more information. At drbradmiller.com, we've got over 200 episodes of this podcast with great experts in the areas of mental health and uh, divorce, relationship issues, uh, over, uh, grief counseling when you lose a loved one, even financial planning. Today, we're going to be talking about, however, your physical health and how it is all interrelated to your emotional and your spiritual health. Our guest is Stephanie Lorarius, and she is from Heart and Soul Fitness and Wellness, and she has an incredible story to tell, which kind of hits home with me. Stephanie Lorarius is a pastor who had a health problem related factor in aspects of her life, including her uh, emotional well-being, her spiritual life, her relationships, and all of that was impacted by being more than 200 pounds overweight. In our story today, you're going to hear the misery that she felt in her life, how she knew she had to make a change, and how she was sick and tired of being sick and tired, as she puts it, and then did something about it. And how she discovered, as we talked about in our intro, that diet uh, wasn't going to work for her, that the, the dieting was not the process that she needed to control her weight problem. She had to go to some other aspects of her life, especially in the integration of her emotional and her spiritual life and her physical activity. 
So it hits home for me. One of the most important decisions I made in my life was about 15 years ago when I lost over 100 pounds. And I've had fluctuation in my weight ever since then, but I've never really ever regained my weight back to where I once was, which was well over 300 pounds. And that's been a huge portion of my life has been how I got some control in that one area, which impacted my own life and my own spiritual health my own emotional well-being and in my relationships were important that are important to me and it just makes me feel better still got a long ways to go i still got a lot of work to do in this area but it has to do with some disciplines in your life we're going to learn from stephanie today some of the processes some of the disciplines that you can take and you have the integration of your spiritual tips to apply to your life and when we come back on the other side of the interview we're going to talk about some some specific things that you can do connected to stephanie to uh, to uh, the work of stephanie Loreras, which can apply to your life you're going to love this interview. It's going to apply to your life. Let's get into our conversation with Stephanie Lareras from Heart and Soul Fitness and Wellness right now. Hello, good people. Welcome again to Beyond Adversity, the podcast where we like to help folks just like you to navigate adversity and to arrive to your life of peace, prosperity, and Purpose. We like to talk about lots of things, but including physical health. And our our guest today has a comp- has a, a company, Heart and Soul Fitness and Wellness LLC, and she has the website heartandsoulfit.com, which means she's going to be approaching things in our conversation today about physical health, and uh, she has some things to say about life transformation. Not only physically, but spiritually and otherwise. We, her name is Stephanie Lureras, and we welcome Stephanie to our podcast today. Stephanie, welcome to Beyond Adversity. Well, it's great to be here with you today. Awesome. We thank you for for being with us and sharing your story here today, Stephanie. One of the things I understand that you had a moment in your life where you said something to the effect of. I am sick and tired of being sick and tired. So there's a story there, I believe, and we like to hear stories of kind of how people have come to a point of transformation. So tell us a little bit of your background of what you've come through and what you what you're all about right now. All right. Well, yes, that point of being sick and tired of being sick and tired. I know a lot of people out there can relate to that feeling. I'm a person that's been overweight my entire life. I have been on every diet under the sun, you name it, I've tried it. I have lost and gained hundreds and hundreds of pounds over the years. And I knew in my heart of hearts that dieting was not the answer to my problems. But at the same time, something wasn't right. I was from the outside, things looked great. I was a pastor. I had this wonderful ministry. I have this amazing husband and everything looks good, but I was unhappy and I felt very stuck in life. And for me, that, that very specific point was I sat in my office one afternoon and just, you know, cried out in into the into the air. I'm like, you know, God, there has to be something different than this. And I honestly didn't know what the something different was going to be 
because I've, I've tried it all. I knew it wasn't going to be a diet because in my head that was going to fix all my problems. But I knew I had that reassurance. I had that comfort that I'm not alone and things are going to change. Just hang on. And at the same time, I'm a pretty linear thinker. I'm a very goal-oriented person. So I'm really starting to look at things and look around at life and what's going on. And yes, my physical health is a mess. I am overweight. I do not feel good. My emotional health is a wreck. I have PTSD. I am not coping with life in any positive way. But I had mentioned I'm a pastor. And so we we get that great mindset that pastors have it all figured out in the spiritual department. (laughs) And the problem was I was doing the bare minimum in my spiritual life to get by, to serve my people, to preach on Sunday, to lead the Bible studies. I wasn't growing my personal spiritual walk to fill myself so that I could continue to fill others. And so it you were letting was, some parts of your own personal life go in order to serve others. And that's not the optimal way to do it, is it? Right. And it it was that was one of my big mindset shifts through this journey through the last few years was that it it's okay to take care of yourself. It's okay to put yourself first. So in really starting to get this picture of what things look like, what needs to change, I understood there are some physical changes, there are some emotional changes, there are some spiritual changes that need to happen. But I also know the grand sweeping changes never last. We, you know, it's like the New Year's resolution syndrome. We're good for a few days, a few weeks, maybe a few months, but it's not going to stick long term. So what can I do that is probably going to work? The very first thing that I did out of anything and like in my mind, life was a mess at this point. The very first thing I did was drink water. And it wasn't like, let's get this giant container of water and fill it multiple times a day. It was a six ounce cup of water that I had a timer and I go and fill it multiple times a day. Start to establish that habit. Then it's okay. Instead of the drive through twice a day to feed my husband and myself, it's I'm going to cook at home. Doesn't matter what I'm cooking at home, but I'm going to cook at home. And so then it started to be cooking at home. Now let's start to be a little bit aware of what we're, what I'm making, that nutritional value, really starting to feel better. I feel like now at this point, I'm ready for some physical activity, but in a significantly larger body, I was pretty close to losing my mobility. So in my mind, the only thing that was possible was walking. So I go out the door, I walk to the end of the street and back, and I feel like I'm going to die. Okay. But I keep doing it. It's the end of the street and back, around the block, around the neighborhood. 
build up. Same thing happens then, but I get the idea in my mind. I wonder if I can run, Hmm. which is a foreign concept for the girl that fakes sick in gym class. Okay. But I go through and it's the same thing again. I want to die. But in that moment, again, it was just like something needed to change. Again, something clicked when I tried running. And I'm like, I got to figure this out. So physically, I'm going through this process of figuring out how fat girls run, go in, you know, building up 5Ks, 10Ks, half marathons, marathons. But at the same time, I'm finding this incredible peace in movement, this incredible way that I make sense of the world. So I'm working on this physical area, all these goals in the other areas, shoring up that emotional health, looking at the coping mechanisms I'm using, making steps forward in that area is changing. My spiritual life, I'm in a place where I'm very willing to have the people I trust, that accountability in place to help me to grow, to make sure that I'm spending that time in my spiritual walk growing so that I'm able to continue to heal the emotional hurts that I have, to deal with the physical changes that I'm doing. Through this whole process, I'm becoming that person that isn't unhappy anymore. Hmm. That people want to be around. I'm more efficient. I'm showing up fully and present in the day. And so it went from I'm going to drink water to without actually intentionally dieting, I've lost over 200 pounds. Cool. So there, there's well, a lot me, of change that's gone Let me on. hit the pause button just for a second because I want to reflect with you just a minute here because one of the things I like to do, Stephanie, is – I have kind of a process that I teach. I call it the ACTS plan, A-C-T-S plan. And, and the A in the ACTS plan is a, an action bias. And so I really mm-hmm. like to kind of connect up with you what some of the what some of the actions that you took were and reflect back with you. And you had your moment, the I'm sick and tired, sick and tired. You had your emotional meltdown, as it were, in your office. So that was your moment of saying, okay. Something's going to change here. So you were motivated there to do it. And if I'm understanding, you took kind of baby steps in drinking water, kind of baby steps in walking, almost literally baby steps there. And then also in not going through the drive-thru, eating at home. And then also some steps in your spiritual and emotional life Mm -hmm. started to click in too. And the result was just in the physical aspect alone, I heard you say a second ago, you end up losing 200 pounds. Am I reflecting with you some of the actions that you took there? You are spot on. So I guess what the lessons we want to kind of touch on here is to take action. You know, be you, you got to have physical, tangible things that you do. You know, you had, you know, whatever happened, your moment, your breakdown moment, which was tears flowing or whatever the situation was, that's physical. And then you actually physically did the other things, even though they were hard. You were did that, even if it was just six ounces of water, you know, you start, start somewhere. And I just admire that so much. And that's what I think I'm hearing you teach here. And then the results can come. But I bet, you, you know, I know I've I had 
weight loss journeys of my own. I've lost well over 100 pounds on a, on a, from a, an occasion several years ago and 50 pounds on many occasions. But so I know how some of that goes and how it's all inter, interconnected with your spiritual and your uh, mental health and personal relationships mm-hmm. and so on. Well, let's talk for a second here, Stephanie, about how important the other aspects of this, you, you talk about the results, you lost your 200 pounds, but let's talk about the spiritual development piece, the emotional development piece, how they came into play here, how kind of being intentional about a spiritual connection was a part of this process for you. I don't think that anything I've done would be possible without the spiritual connection. And it comes back to really looking at that whole person, that it's not just the physical things that we do. There is an emotional connection to things. There is that physical, that spiritual connection to things. And for me, I had gotten a little bit lost in that. I was just going through the motions of living instead of being led by my beliefs, by what I understood in, in my own faith. And so I could only go to the limit of my understanding. So you then had to go choose then, if I'm understanding you correctly, not only in the steps in your, you know, the water and, and your region home, you had to choose then to go a little deeper and maybe to some uncomfortable places in your spiritual walk as well. Is that fair? Absolutely. And it, a lot of it, you know, things like exercise, things like eating well can be uncomfortable, but wrestling with our beliefs, wrestling on that, spiritual plane on those with those emotional issues that is probably one of the most difficult but rewarding things we will ever do in our lives and that's where the battles won and lost don't you think in that level 100 mm-hmm. percent and that i think is something that we're not meant to do alone we're not meant to do in a vacuum well, let's, talk, let's talk about support. that for a second. Then the emotional support, kind of the, you, you mentioned you're a married person. Tell tell me how any, I know you, you believe in accountability partnerships, for instance. Tell me about how all that worked. Accountability, loving relationships, the emotional bonds, how maybe some of those were helpful, maybe some not helpful. I don't know, you know, because I know when we make changes, sometimes there's people in our mm-hmm. lives that are not helpful. But tell us what about the emotional aspect of this, both in your relationships and then how it was helpful to you, maybe how you're helping other people now. Well, you, you the, my relationships and accountability play play in so much in in everything and sometimes they overlap sometimes they don't you know my husband is my biggest supporter my biggest cheerleader but I know just out of the relationship that we have he would be a horrible person to hold me accountable because it's just not the communication that we have in our relationship. It's not 
what we have in our relationship. So when I look at those things like, okay, I've identified these areas in my emotional health. I've identified the this area in my spiritual walk. It's looking outside myself into other places that I can trust where I can find the support I need. Some of it has been friends. Some of it has been other spiritual leaders and pastors. Some of it has been support groups and mental health care and all sorts of different things. There's never just one place to get the answer. And you know, it's not always sunshine and roses because as I've gone through this process of growth, as I've gone through this process of change, you know, I talked about at the beginning, I was a pastor in a church. Well, as we've grown and changed through the years, my husband and I came to a point where that ministry wasn't a fit anymore and it was time to leave. Had I been the same person that I was at the outset, I wouldn't have had the ability to make that decision because I, I wouldn't have been able to see the toxic environment that I was in in that particular church. Okay. But I was able to have the support, have the outside accountability to help me to see what I needed, the confidence to then say enough is enough move out of that ministry into another church, into another spiritual family that is supportive, that it does have the beliefs that we have and wholeheartedly is the place where we need to be. Yeah. Well, relationships are a funny thing because sometimes some with, with best intentions can kind of enable your your own uh, problems. And sometimes in out of relationships, we can kind of be numbed to the realities around us. And then sometimes we have people who can hold us accountable, which accountability is not always comfortable either, but it's probably the best thing for us. And it seems like you've learned a lot in this whole process here. And, and that's been part of the transformation for you. And now you're helping to give that to others. And I want to get into this, how you share this with others here in just a minute. But one of the things I also like just to touch on and some of the things I like to teach here, Stephanie, is how there's a, we have our moments when we have our pain moments, which kind of force us to change and we have our emotional relationships and our spiritual part, but there's also what I like to call the cognitive piece of it, which is the disciplines, you know, the application that you has to sustain this. I'm just assuming, for instance, and I'm pretty sure I'm right, that when you decided that, uh, you know, enough's enough and sick and tired being sick and tired and you end up losing 200 pounds, you probably didn't do that in 30 days. You probably took longer than that and you had to sustain this. So tell me about how some of the habits, some of the disciplines, some of the lifestyle changes that you made that you had to sustain in all these areas, you know, physically, physical health, the mental health, mm -hmm. spiritually. Tell me how some of that changed from where you're at before. So for me, I've come to understand that for sustainable, long-lasting change, it has to happen in some of the smallest ways possible. And that's the part sometimes that 
we don't like because we don't get the instant gratification. Nobody's waving the magic wand for us. So, so often I don't see the daily progress. I see the sweeping results in hindsight because I have taken what seems to be an insurmountable thing. You know, I didn't set out to lose 200 pounds. And if I had sat down and said, I'm going to lose 200 pounds, that's such a huge thing that I probably would not have made it that far. But when we break it down to the tiniest bits, like I'm going to drink six ounces of water over and over again, and start to repeat those habits, build on those habits, snowball them. That's where that those results come in hindsight. That's also where that accountability comes in to keep us going, to remind us where we've come from, not only the encouragement and the push, but also providing us the resources we need when we get stuck. Because it's not a linear journey. Right. And now as far as the resources that we need, you've called upon some of those in your life. And now you are a part of creating and being an inspiration and a resource person to other people. You have heartandsoulfit.com and you have your book, Break Free to Health and Vitality. And you are a personal trainer yourself and a person who, from a formerly non-active person now, or, you know, you are uh, involved with Ironman. Is that right? You're doing Ironman? And yes, I, I am training for Ironman triathlons now. Well, that That is, wow, way to go on that. I've, I've done a few long, I've not done Ironman, but I've done, I'm a, I'm a cyclist. I like to bike, but I've done a couple of long bike rides and then along alone is an endurance test. And so I'd say, yay God and way to go. That is awesome. Oh, tell me a little bit about what, now that you have this accomplishment in your life and you're looking to teach others, you are a, a a coach and a person who gives other people advice and a personal trainer. And among, tell me a little bit of what you're all about in that way. What do you offer other people now? And I know you have some particular ways that you like to approach, approach things from a body positive standpoint. Tell me a little bit about what people you offer to other people to help them not you've had this transformation yourself. Absolutely. You know, as I was going through my own journey, I had so many people telling me, you need to show me what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And I didn't think I was doing anything special. But also at the same time in working with endurance, my endurance coach and sports dietitians and all of these things, that's actually how I became a personal trainer was to understand those things they were teaching me about my body. And just as life changed, things progressed, I I came into this place where getting very specific in where I'm called to serve people is to walk alongside them in this same journey that I've gone through. And because we are all so unique, there is not one form of movement. There is not one way to eat. There is not one way to deal with life in putting those structures in place that fits every single person. It takes a little bit of experimenting. It takes a little bit of support. And so I've come into this business, 
put it, putting it into place where I've got the coaching programs to work with people on movement, on nutrition, on that accountability piece, whether it's as an individual with a group or even in a business setting, because there's so many different ways to look at it. And it's really coming down to, again, that individual what their needs are, and what's going to be sustainable for them. Yeah. So, Stephanie, are you saying that your coaching that you are about and how you kind of apply your experience to others means that not everyone has to aspire to be a 20-year-old Instagram supermodel in terms of their aspirations or their models or uh, to be a, a, you know, some flexed out ab guy on whatever it would be? That you're, Are you saying that, you, that there is a, a, a healthy, optimal place to be for whatever you're about. Francis, I know you're talking about weight neutral and so on. Mm-hmm. So tell me a little bit about, about that in terms of what are appropriate goals or what are the situations we need to do for ourselves and not be too hung up on what other people think or what you know social media says and things like that. Well, the reality is not every single person's goal is weight loss. You know, yes, I've, I've lost a significant amount of weight but I'm still not a small person. I'm not your Instagram model, nor do I aspire to be or will ever be. And it's it's meeting people where they're at and understanding their goals and really digging to that next level deeper to make sure that's what we're striving for. Because more often than not, I can have someone come in and say, I want to lose 20 pounds. But in actuality, when you have deeper conversation, it's what they really want is they want to build their strength, their stamina, their stability, their balance, maybe clean up their nutrition because they want to keep up with their kids or grandkids or they want to feel better in their skin. There's a lot more than just that number on the scale that we strive for. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't I don't expect that anybody that walks into my office or onto my Zoom screen is is going to want to run 5Ks. Right. That may not be the movement that they enjoy, but there is some form of movement out there that one is possible for that person and potentially that they actually really do enjoy. Well, that's awesome. Let's talk a little bit about your programs that you offer, but particularly I'm interested in maybe some testimonial stories about some folks you may have worked with who have been able to apply your principles here about, you know, your body positive approach, weight neutral and so on, and your story applied it to their life. Tell me about some person that you've worked with in your coaching that has come through your process and has had some some success. You know, just one one of my favorites. I I work with a lot of people that have been sedentary for a long time, have different chronic illnesses, or for whatever reason, have just not had a lot of consistent movement in their lives. And one of my one of my favorite stories is a gal in one of my group classes that's a little bit more seasoned in years. And For her, strength has always been a battle. She just has never felt strong and has 
convinced herself in her mind that I'm at my age, I will not be strong. And she had this piece of equipment in her living room that every time she vacuumed, she had to call her son from across town to come and move it so she could vacuum the carpet. And after working together for a while in some of my classes, probably about six months, she realized one day that she was vacuuming and all of a sudden just picked it up, kept going like it, like nothing had happened. And it took her by such shock because she had convinced herself that I'm too old and I can't build that strength. But she had done it in such a way that wasn't invasive, that it was so small over time that it, just like I had said, you know, you see those changes in hindsight, it almost takes you by surprise when you see something so dramatic that you couldn't do before. What a sense of accomplishment and affirmation that she had in your life. And that's an affirmation for you as well. So let's just say then, Stephanie, there's folks who are hearing your voice and my voice here today on Beyond Adversity. And they're saying they've had their own moment, their own, okay, I'm in my own right, sick and tired of being sick and tired. And for whatever reason, hearing Stephanie here today makes me want to do something about it. When people go to your website and explore your your products and your services and your book, what are they going to find? What are they going to find for them? Well, if you if you go to my website, you are going to see a description of my different coaching programs. You're going to find my blog. You're going to find my book. You're going to find all the different goodies. But the one thing you are going to find is a place that you can book a 30-minute call with me. And that's the time where we can sit and chat about your wellness and just and really look at what are your goals? How do you feel? How do you want to feel? And I, I realize I'm not the right fit for everybody, but I in, in having that understanding, I've cultivated a very large referral network of people that I can say, hey, we've said that this is something you want to work on. This is an area that I'm not an expert in. I think you need to go talk to my friend so-and-so mm-hmm. because I know that they're going to be able to help you in this area that I can't. Well, that's awesome. Sound like you're building a community and that's awesome. That is awesome. It's how we thrive because no, there's, there's never a one-stop shop. We all need, we all need each other. That's absolutely, absolutely correct. And I would just affirm what you're sharing. Having done the weight loss thing myself, I've lost over hundred pounds in the past and know that the accountability and many of the things you've talked about here were so important to that in my life. And know that but I do know this, that one of the things, one of the huge, huge things that people face in our world, the reality of our world is many, many, many people being overweight and all the things go along with that. The emotional distress, family problems, you know, let alone medical things, diabetes and so on that are all involved. And if you can take some control of one area, this area of your life, it's going to be impact. It's integrated to every area of your life. So I thank you for what you've shared here today. You've been, you've been a, a given some great insights to our beyond adversity audience. And if you want to find out more about her, you can find Stephanie Lueres at Heart and Soul Fitness and Wellness LLC. 
and her website, heartandsoulfit.com. Our guest today on Beyond Adversity, Stephanie Lueris. Thank you, Stephanie. I hope that you heard that heartfelt and really in many ways moving story from Stephanie Lueris, who gave her her story of overcoming the fact in her life that she was morbidly obese, had chosen to take the factors to understand she was sick and tired of being sick and tired of being in that position and how her weight impacted her emotional life, her spiritual life, her relationships, her workplace, everything else in her life, and how then she set some goals, some very incremental goals, and started to work at them and to advance incrementally and to get some uh, progress in her life and, and now is in a much better place. In fact, she's in a better place in order to be able to help you with your goal setting and your, your holistic health in your life, your body image, your personal transformation. If you head over to her website, here's what you can do. You can find out about her coaching and about her programs that she has, about her counseling, her meal planning, uh, her uh, personal services that she can give you. And this is her life. This is her brand. This is what she's all about right now. So you can head on over to her website, stephanieunderconstruction.com. On her email, Stephanie Loreras, that's Loreras is spelled L-U-E-R-A-S at gmail.com. And you can get a hold of her and you can get some great insights and some opportunities how she can speak into your life, especially if you and know that in your particular case, the connection between, you know, between weight and your emotions and your relationships is all, yeah, you know that it's, inter- that it's uh, integrated together and you need to do something about it. Stephanie Loreras, Heart and Soul Fitness and Wellness. We thank her, for being, thank her for being our guest today on the Beyond Adversity podcast. This is where we try to be helpful to you in your areas of adversity. Your areas of adversity like depression and divorce, disease, health-related things, debt and death. We have great experts in these areas to help us on a weekly basis. And we hope that you'll join us over 200 episodes of this podcast to speak to you, to help you, to grow through what you go through to navigate adversity to achieve your life of peace, prosperity, and purpose. We are, uh, we are brought to you today uh, by The 40-Day Way, which is our coaching and uh, process to help you do just that, to create your own Promise Life Plan, a written document which will help you to overcome some of these uh, adversities in your life and to get to get through them. You can head over to drbradmiller.com slash 40dayway to get some more information about that. We're here to be helpful to you. Love to be helpful to you. My name is Dr. Brad Miller. I have a doctoral degree in transformational leadership, 40 years of pastoral experience, and talk to a lot of people in a lot of ways to be helpful to your life. If I can be helpful to you, let me know. Then you can contact me at brad at drbradmiller.com. We're here for life and help you, yes, you, grow through what you are going through. So until next time, good people, remember to continue to do always, to always do all the good that you can. Thank you for listening to the Beyond Adversity podcast with Dr. Brad Miller. You can find a complete archive of all episodes at drbradmiller.com. That's drbradmiller.com. 
or subscribe for free through Apple Podcasts and never miss an episode. Each week, we bring you a message to crush adversity and live your life of peace, prosperity, and purpose.